Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media and other marketing tools and actually everything that is out there to make your business and yourself as successful as we can possibly make you. And so today we're going to have a lot of fun because we're talking about something that, oh, I hate to admit it, I know nothing about, which actually is very cool because I love it when I get to learn by uh, interviewing my guests. I always learn when I talk to my guests, but I'm sure this time I'm really going to learn a lot because as I said, it's a subject that I know nothing about. Um, and the other cool thing is we're talking to someone who is Australian. Love when we have you know our, our guests on who are not in the United States. I have to admit he's actually in the US right now. But um, you know we, we do have an audience that is worldwide, so this is very cool. Um, so that said, please join me in welcoming Adam Hudson to our program today. Welcome, Adam. Deb, thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. You know, this is going to be so much fun because you do several things that are just very unique, very, very interesting. And actually, some of those things that I've always thought, how the heck does somebody do that? So that's really what I, I am looking forward to learning. Absolutely. I'm, I'm happy to tell you as much as I can and and uh, and, and help your uh, listeners, whatever is going to benefit them the most. Right. Well, let me tell folks just a little bit about you before we jump into this. So Adam Hudson is a serial entrepreneur who has built several multi-million dollar companies in both Australia and the United States. He is considered an Amazon thought leader and has been featured in Sky Business News, The Brian Tracy Show, USA Today, The Wall Street Journal, WebRetailer.com, Inc.com, and Newsweek. Adam currently owns an Amazon marketing service firm, a homewares brand that sells its products exclusively through Amazon into more than 30 countries, and Reliable Education, which is an online education company that teaches students across the globe how to build profitable Amazon businesses that generate reliable income streams. So again, welcome, Adam. My pleasure. I sound so su successful and accomplished when you read it like that. But I I'm not. know it's always such fun when people hear you know what we say because they're always like, "Wow, I sound pretty cool." Yeah. <laughs> and of course, I only have very cool people on my program. Of course. Right. Well, you know, let's just really jump into this because the whole Amazon thing was what truly intrigued me. Um, I am an Amazon Prime member, love Amazon, um, you know, and, and it is one of those things where if there were a local business, especially a local small business, I would love to support them. But hello, we love also Amazon and the fact that we can order overnight or even in some cases within an hour, you know, all of these various things. So it's, it's made very simple and, and, you know, clearly Amazon knows what it's doing. Um, you know, they have built such a huge business. So how did you decide that this was a niche that you wanted to get into? Well, Deb, my story is really kind of interesting um, in that I was actually living and working in the U.S. I started an animation company in Hollywood, which mm -hmm. uh, people, when I tell them that, are always like, I don't think I've ever met anybody who made cartoons for a living. So it's a really unique talking I point. I love it. Yeah. So, uh, but we made corporate cartoons. So we make okay. cartoons for big companies. We had uh, MasterCard, CNN, Volvo, UNICEF, some really big companies as clients. And basically what we did was we explained how things worked, everything from technologies to uh, how working for the company worked, okay. HR videos, that kind of stuff. And the company grew and um, I started, you know, at the same time while I was building that, I, something happened in my life. I turned 40 and, um, oh dear. and I started to think about, you know, what I wanted to do for the second half of my career because I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years. Mm -hmm. I'm 43 today. And um, I started to, I, 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 being new to America, one thing I noticed was these Amazon boxes outside of doors in the apartment building where I was living. And I was like, I thought Amazon just shipped books because we don't have Amazon in Australia yet. They're opening there this year. Mm -hmm. 
And so I noticed people were getting water and toilet paper, babies' nappies and electrical gear and all sorts of stuff. And that got my attention. And then I learned that you could sell a product on Amazon yourself. You could create your own brand, which is what I do. I I do what's called private labeling. So I, I have my own brand of products made in China. I put my own brand on them. So I'm the only person selling that product. So nobody can compete with me on price for the same product. And then I have them shipped directly from China into Amazon's warehouses in the US. And I was, uh, and I don't touch the product at all. Uh, Amazon have the website, they have the customers, they take the money, they do the processing, they handle returns, they do all the shipping and fulfillment. I just get a check every two weeks from Amazon. And so I thought this would be a perfect business to just build as a hobby on the sideline while I was running my animation company. And I didn't have a lot of time because we had contractors all over the world and it was all going on. And uh, what was really attractive to me about it, what made me decide to do it is that my whole career, I had sold some form of services and never a physical product. And the little subtle distinction, and for a lot of small business owners listening to this, they're probably in this boat, uh, when somebody gives you money for a service business, they're essentially buying either your time or the time of somebody that you have to manage and employ. Whereas if you sell a product, a physical product, Uh, I wake up in the morning and I open up my Amazon seller app and I get told how much money I've made because people are actually buying the product without any of my time involved. And as I get older, my time is the thing that I want more of, uh, even more so than money. So that little subtle switch in how I make money um, is is really important. And so I started a little Amazon business and I'll tell you the story in a moment if you want to learn more. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah, so uh, did you want me to go on and explain yeah, the story? Yeah, sorry, yeah. no, yeah, we'll come back to that. Yes. So you, you, you've started this business, and, you know, that was, it, it, again, this just baffles me, that, you know, that, that you would even think about doing this. So, you know, let's, uh, you know, you were talking about why you decided to do it, and that it was something that you did just kind of on the side, how, uh, to me, it sounds like almost uh, a logistical nightmare, you know, and, and I hate to put it that way, but there's a lot of moving pieces to it. And so, you know, again, how did you, you know, kind of work your way through this process? Yeah, that's a, that's a great, uh, great question. So it's actually a lot easier than what you would think to do this. So um, once I decided that I wanted to get into the space, I simply uh, used a website called Alibaba.com, mm-hmm. okay. which most people have heard of. Alibaba was the largest IPO in history anywhere on planet Earth. Uh, so they're a massive company. They were bigger than Google, Facebook, and all of those when they went public. Um, and so they're a company that connects people with suppliers in China and other parts of the world. So let's say you want to sell rubber ducks on Amazon. You can go to Alibaba and you can put in yellow rubber ducks and within one second you'll have, you know, 26 pages of suppliers of yellow rubber ducks. And you can simply email these people and say, I want to, I want to get my own rubber duck company started and I want to put this brand on it. And then all they're going to do is they'll, they'll you'll negotiate a price. They ask you where to send the products. And then you have an Amazon seller account, which is free to set up when you first start or once you become a pro seller, which is it's only $40 a month, you can go into there, print off shipping labels or, or get the PDFs and you send them to the Chinese supplier. They put the shipping labels on the box and they get sent straight to Amazon's fulfillment centers. So instead of having the product shipped to your home, you just ship them to Amazon and then you set up a listing page on Amazon and then people buy it and Amazon handles the rest. And that's a simplified version. There's obviously a lot of nuances in there, but that's that's roughly what you have to do. So it's, it's actually not as hard as what you would think. Nice. You know, and, and I mean, that really is uh, what is baffling to me because it seems like it would be so complicated. Um, and, you know, and, and the fact that you can just go to these companies and say, hey, this is what I want to do. So explain a little bit more about the private labeling process. Did you have to set up a company to do this? I mean, how, how does that happen? Well, it's really interesting and just just before I go into the details of the company structure, what's so appealing about this business model, particularly for my countrymen in Australia and other parts of the world, is that you can live anywhere in the world and do what I just said and be selling into the American consumer market, which is the number one consumer market in the world, not by population but by spending. Mm 
So I actually have kids that are not me, but my some of my friends, two of my very good friends, they're successful business people. They have a 10 and a 12-year-old, a boy and a girl, and I'm mentoring them, and they're doing this part-time around their school. So they live in Australia. They're ordering products on Alibaba, and they're sending them into Amazon in America and making US dollars while they go to school, which is quite extraordinary you know when i was a kid i was dropping papers down around the block and that right. was and you that, might make your 10 bucks a week yeah these guys will be making more than their teachers soon seriously mm-hmm. um so to answer your question um you can set up as just an amazon account in your own name in which case the income will be paid from amazon into your personal bank account okay. uh, and then you just pay taxes on it uh, or you can set up a company and then the money goes into the company bank account and you pay taxes on it so it's a just a discussion to have with your accountant right uh, amazon will accept either your personal name or a company name okay and what's so revolutionary about this, Deb, is that in the old days, if you wanted to go and sell a physical product and get it distributed by someone like Walmart or whatever, it was a lockout for small people like us because you would have to go to Walmart, you'd be taking months to get a meeting, and then if you got a meeting and they liked it, they would negotiate the price down to the point where you almost made no money. And then when you're almost making no money, they'll tell you, well, we've got 800 stores that we want to start in, and you've got to have enough money to cash flow that inventory and they'll pay you right. in 90 days. Right. It's so, not like you can just have you know one or two in you know two or three locations. You have to fill right. all of them. It's a lockout, you know, whereas Amazon said, hey, you know, Deb, if you want to sell products on Amazon, just come over here. We'll give you a free account to get started. You can send in 10 products of anything you want. You can send in 10 pens if you want mm-hmm. and sell them on Amazon. We'll do the fulfillment for you. We've got all the employees, the logistics infrastructure, and we've got the website and we've got 5.7 million people a day going to our U.S. website. Um, all we want you to do is find a cool product that our customers want and then we'll take 15% commission when we sell one. We'll charge some handling fees to ship it out, not more than what you'd pay anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And you can go about just doing the fun bit, which is finding really awesome products for our customers and we'll go into business together. And all you have to do is sign up, 40 bucks a month for a pro seller account. You can cancel at any time. That's game-changing. That's why Amazon is disrupting um, the world of retail. I, I've been getting a lot of media interviews in Australia right now because Australia's op- uh, sorry, Amazon's opening there, and retailers are, are, are freaking out because oh, there's two million independent sellers like me on Amazon globally. Mm-hmm. And for us, let's say you, you're an American listening to this right now, and you sell products through Amazon in the manner I've just described. You go, oh, good. I want to now make Australian dollars. I want to sell to that rich country because Australia is a very rich market. Mm-hmm. Uh, all they have to do is call their Chinese supplier or send them an email and say, hey, can you send uh, you know, a thousand of my products to uh, the Australian Amazon Fulfillment Center and then you're going to be making Australian dollars the next, the next day. Um, so these established brick and mortar retailers are about to get some serious competition from a lot of people like myself who have private label brands on Amazon and it's, uh, it's going to really change the game. Right. You know, and again, you know, we, if I could, sh- you know, shop at a small mom and pop business down the street, that really is my preference. But those don't exist. I'm lazy. I want to shop at midnight. You know, all of those various reasons why we want to shop on Amazon. Plus, I want to, you know, I want several things. You know, I, I and and where if I were having to drive from place to place to place, that's a lot of time, that's a lot of effort, and I can just sit there watching TV and place my Amazon order. So, you know, it's, it, it you know, whether, whether people like it or not, because yes, it is driving businesses out of business, it's just the way things are now. It's exactly like Uber um, did to the taxi industry. Right. and. You know, things are not, not, I mean, this is a stunning statistic, Deb, that one in two dollars of online retail in America, so every second dollar that's spent on the internet in retail in America is spent on Amazon. Wow. Every second dollar. Every other company combined is half, of, <laughs> and Amazon's the other half. Right. And it's only going to speed up. In the UK in December, Amazon del- delivered their first drone product. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is the customer ordered some Oreos and something else, bag of chips or something, I think Mm -hmm. it was. And uh, it was delivered by a drone. 13 minutes after that customer clicked the buy button on Amazon, a helicopter (laughs) dropped off the order in their backyard. Wow. uh, Within 13 minutes. Mm -hmm. So when that happens, um, if if it gets approved here in the US through the airline authorities, Mm -hmm. 
uh, you're going to see a massive change because um, it's going to bring costs down further because it, it brings the delivery cost to cents right. as opposed to dollars. There's no, it's going to disrupt logistics, so mm -hmm. trucks and transport companies. And how cool is it that, you know, you can have your stuff delivered by a helicopter? It's right. going to be incredible, right? right? I mean, it's disruptive to the, to the nth degree. Mm -hmm. Well, and whether you're in the United States or Australia or, you know, various places, there's a lot of very, very rural areas where, you know, even if I choose to shop, I mean, you know, I grew up in a very small town in Colorado, way up in the mountains, and to go grocery shopping, it was a 65-mile drive to a different state. We had to go to Wyoming, um, oh. you know, and, and so, you know, the, the fact that now things can be delivered now, you know, obviously there's all sorts of considerations with drones. You know, I don't know that they could actually deliver in the mountains because right. you know, of all right. things like that. But, you know, to, to, you know, not have to make those long trips, that's just phenomenal to be able to, to do that. And really to think, oh, you know, I need X and then, oh, I need that and I need this. And to get it within hours, you know, is, is just an incredible thing to even think about. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. That's why Amazon has over 70 fulfillment centers across the U.S. And people were wondering, why do you have so many fulfillment centers, you know? Mm -hmm. Why don't you just have less fulfillment centers and the trucks will still drive there? And now it's becoming clear that they did it because they wanted most of the U.S. population to be near enough for a drone to deliver. Right. Um, and, well, and we're impatient people. I mean, you know, oh. five years ago, we drove to the, the places, you know, there was, but now it's like, I want it in an hour. I want that, whatever it is, in an hour. <laughs> you know? and, yeah. You know, and, and so yeah. to have those, you know, various distribution centers so close, you know, I know that I can get it very quickly. Yeah. And look, for people listening to this who are going, well, what does this all mean to me as a somebody seeking to start a part-time business or mm -hmm. hopefully to add another income stream to my house? What does all this mean to me? Right. What's extraordinary is that, you know, anybody listening to this can set up their own brand, get mm -hmm. instant global distribution mm -hmm. through a logistics infrastructure that's a multi-billion dollar logistics infrastructure. So, you might be sitting there at home right now thinking, could I sit, look on the desk that you're sitting or around the car? There's all sorts of items around you that somebody's making money selling on Amazon. Right. And if that person is you, you can literally set up a business for the cost of your first inventory mm -hmm. and then you access this trend and you access the trust of Amazon. You access their traffic. You access everything about them. I mean, I, I started with one simple product four and a half years ago Nothing new. It is a product that's been around for thousands of years. I just, you know, made a, a few tweaks to it, photographed it really nicely, put it in a beautiful box, created a brand. And I, I, I messed around for six months not knowing what I was doing and almost quit actually. But then I went to a conference of Amazon sellers and learned the two or three things that I was doing wrong. Mm -hmm. And um, within a month of getting back from that conference, that one product was generating 15000 a month in sales oh. at about 40% margin. So, mm -hmm. It was about six or seven thousand dollars a month profit, mm -hmm. and I was ignoring it. I didn't even do anything. It was just right. literally being sold on Amazon. Mm -hmm. and, well, and, and you weren't making the item. You weren't packaging the item. You weren't shipping the item. You know, this this is what just is so fascinating to me about this. It's amazing. I mean, I mean, we used to hear. 10, 15 years ago about eBay, you know, people make money on eBay, but the thing is you have to package the item, go to the post office or have them come and pick it up. This is complete. I literally, there's an article, Web Retailer in, interviewed me, webretailer.com, uh, did an interview with me and the, and the headline of the interview, once they published it was, meet the lazy Amazon seller because, <laughs> and I was wrapped with that. I had a good laugh because that's why you go into business is to have your time. And right. I literally spend maybe 20 minutes a day on my business and I'm sold into 35 countries now through Amazon. I have about 14 products as we sit here today and I almost ignore the business and I just get paid every two weeks because I'm not having to think about where, do, how do I do internet marketing? How do I do social media or how do I do advertising, I've just got the pages on Amazon and the Amazon has the customers already and they love my products because every time they sell and my products sell very well, they get 15% commission. So their interests are aligned with mine mm -hmm. 
And I can be anywhere in the world and this income stream every day, they knock on my shoulder and say, here's some money. <laughs> you know? Right. And you're it's like, oh, okay, I'll take that. Yeah, I'm earning pounds, euros, um, US dollars while I'm – and this is a, a really great – um, you know, revolutionary change. And that's why I teach what I teach now and help people do the same thing. So it's super fun. Right. So you mentioned that you spend maybe 20 minutes a day on this. What is it that you're doing on those 20 minutes? I'm checking in. Um, I do run advertising on Amazon. I don't do okay. any Google ads. I don't do any social media, nothing. But I do advertising on Amazon. So when you go into Amazon, you search for something, you'll see ads pop up at the bottom of the page uh -huh. and sometimes on the side. So I do those kinds of ads, but it's fairly simple because I only have 14 products and I do what's called exact match advertising, which means let's say I sell red T-shirts. Mm -hmm. I, I tell Amazon, only show my listing when people type exactly these phrases and don't show me at any other time. Okay. So <laughs> it makes managing the campaigns really super easy and I know that if somebody's clicked on my ad, they've clicked on it because they searched one of the exact phrases that I did. Now, I could... If I did what they call broad match campaigns, which is where I allow Amazon, if they see the search is roughly related to red T-shirts, they will then you know show my ads. That could be a bit more time managing because mm -hmm. you know there's stuff there. But really, it's that. Um, and the other reason I only do 20 minutes a day, I have one part-time employee who's based in Thailand, and he spends probably three hours a day just uh, monitoring and answering customer inquiries that come in, like how tall is the item, how heavy is it, even though it's in the listing, they still ask, or it arrived um, broken or it was, you know, there was some, a scratch on it or something. Okay. So those types of things. He handles all of that. cost me about $100 a week, I think, and that's it. That's how the business runs. I do four or five orders a year out of China. So, so let's talk inventory because, you know, are you responsible for shipping to all of, say, the 70 warehouses here in the United States and, and a certain quantity to each one and then making sure that each one has that quantity all the time? How does that work? Great question. So um, in your account, generally the default setting in Seller Central, it's called Seller Central. When you open an Amazon selling account, you log into an area of Amazon called Seller Central. Mm -hmm. And um, the default setting is that when you say, let's say you're going to sell in a thousand desktop globes, you know, with the world on an atlas, okay. you know, you say, I've got a thousand of these things, I'm sending them in. Amazon's, uh, um, you know, system will go, hold on a second, Deb, let me get the printing labels for you. And the default setting is that Amazon at their discretion will look at what you're sending in and then will say, okay, we want you to send 300 of them here. 200 of them here and 300 of them here. So usually they want uh, the West Coast, Central and East Coast warehouses stocked so that right. you have inventory close to most people. You can, however, click a switch in there that says single warehousing only, which means that you only want one warehouse. And it'll take sometimes a day extra to get to your customers, but it makes logistics a lot easier right. because you only ship to one destination. Now, I personally do that. Um, because my type of product is not the type of thing that people need instantly. Usually, they've got it's not like a consumable. So, so, um, so I set it to that, and I just send it straight from China. My China, I have a freight forwarding company in China that handles everything. I just tell the supplier where I want it to go, and it's door to door, and I just pay the the bill. Okay. And then, does Amazon notify you when they need more product, or do you have to keep track of that? Oh, every time you log into Seller Central, it'll it'll it's it, on the front page. It says, based on your current sales volume, you have this many days inventory left. Oh, okay. So it's right there on the home screen of Seller Central, and then you just keep an eye on it. And then you, uh, after a while, you get a, the hang of when you need to order in order to stay in stock. Um, so the main job is making sure you don't run out of inventory because Amazon does a wonderful job of reminding you of exactly how much money you're losing for every day you're out of stock. Right. <laughs> and well, they say, saying, hi, Deb, you just lost $10,000 today. Oh, and you're like, oh, dear. Um, well, and, and clearly they don't show an item that is not available, you know, and, and so it's not like, you know, people have ordered it and then they've had to go back and say, oh, you know, you don't have it. But, but yeah, I'm sure that they can, because, you know, they do have similar products. So they can say, you know, hey, you know, this is, um, you, you missed out on this. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, being out of inventory is the worst thing in the world as a seller because, you know, every day you're not getting – it's like not pay, going showing up to work for a contract job. <laughs> right, right. Um, um, you know, and, and because you have such a system down, you can probably – you know, you mentioned that you, you've got a pretty good handle on when you need to reorder and 
Um, you know, clearly there's things like, is it a seasonal item? You know, all of those various things. But, you know, so I'm, I'm guessing that at the start, it probably takes a little bit longer, but then you get it down to a pretty streamlined process. You really do. And the software that you can use to help you and stuff like that as well. And it's just, you know, for most products, we, we try to teach our students to be um, wary of seasonal products because it's nice to have a regular, reliable income throughout the year. So you don't want to sell, you know, necessarily Christmas decorations um, uh, if you want to be paid all year round. Um, and the great thing about Amazon is you get, you know, the Christmas, November, December sales period. You know, for me, November's 300% higher than an average month and December's four to 500% higher. Mm -hmm. So in those two months, you can make about half of your income for the year, even with an item that's not seasonal. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I'm curious, Adam, what items do you sell? Because you sell homewares. So what items do you sell? Well, I don't reveal publicly exactly what yeah, I sell. You can be generic. That's okay. But I sell homewares and uh, let's say that they're high-end homewares. Okay. And what I teach people is most people when they go into Amazon, they try to spend as little as possible on the easiest product they can possibly find because mm -hmm. they just want to see if it'll work. But the problem with doing that is that everybody's trying to do that. So it's kind of the riskiest place to work. And uh, one of the things that I love about America, and the reason I lived here for four or five years building my animation company, I was excited and still love this country, is you have such an incredible marketplace. You have over 300 million people who have credit cards and like to spend money and do shopping. So from an entrepreneurial point of view, it's, it's the Willy Wonka's chocolate factory and um, a comment I hear a lot from my American friends is, when you came to America, we've never seen someone work so hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because I come from a country of 20 million or 25 million people, less than what you have in California. Right. So it's hard to get you know, really successful there. But you come to America, I think Americans need to be reminded just how lucky and blessed you guys are mm -hmm. to be here. And the other point that I make in the context of Amazon is that in the US, there's more than 10 million people that are millionaires. So you don't have to be selling the cheapest item right. in any category. In fact, you mm -hmm. want to avoid those areas where price is the reason people buy because most of us are going to lose that because the, mm -hmm. the man or woman with the most money is going to win that battle. Right. So you want to go in, I go into areas where design matters. Um, and so if you're looking for a takeaway, think about things that people will look three or four pages deep on Amazon before making a decision. If you're buying napkins, mm -hmm. you're just going to buy the first one on the first right. you don't care. Mm -hmm. you, you don't care, right? Nobody's judging you for the napkin you use to wipe your face. But mm -hmm. if you're buying a men's watch um, you, you, for yourself or someone else, you're going to be looking at this thing for years or you're giving it this gift and it matters. The design and the packaging and the way it looks matters to you. So, and that, that runs to all sorts of items like dog beds, for example. Mm -hmm. You're going to put that thing in the corner and your beloved dog is going to sit on it and people are going to come around and see it. So you care what it looks like for right. many reasons. Mm -hmm. So I try to go into things where the way things look and are designed matter. Mm -hmm. And I also go into things where there is a visual differentiation. So when you look at Amazon for anything, I notice in your Skype photo here you have a scarf on, right? Right. It's a beautiful, pretty floral scarf. So if you were going to Amazon and you look, you put in, you know, women's scarves, the first thing you look at is the photograph because right. – you know, and if the photo stands out, if the image is different, if you haven't seen a you know a pattern like that before, you've won the first battle on Amazon, which is attention. Mm -hmm. So I try to get products that are visually differentiated that you can see in an instant in the context of the other products on that page. Mm -hmm. Oh wow, that's really different. A good example is a coffee cup on Amazon. It's one of the top selling coffee cups that looks like a pill container, and on the side it says. Uh, prescribed by Dr. Feelgood, you know, take one dose <laughs> daily by mouth until mood improves, you know, and it looks, it's, it's orange with a white sort of lid looking thing and a handle and you look at all the other coffee cups and they're blue and they're black and they just look like coffee cups but this mm -hmm. one stands out because of the design. So those are the types of products I look for, things that are visually differentiated that, you know, that, that and that matters. Well, you know, and you mentioned the, the visual images. You know, when I shop on Amazon, if, if that's definitely one of the things I look at. And not just the, 
the picture. I look at multiple images. You know, obviously it depends on what I'm buying, but the side views, you know, if it's closed, I want to see it on a person. You know, how is it going to look on, you know, on, on me? I mean, you know, that's the, or on, on whoever. So, you know, I want to see it from different angles. I really love the ones, you know, depending obviously what the product is that have a little video tutorial, mm -hmm. you know, and, and so clearly it takes a little bit of time to set some of these things up, but you do it right and you're going to be head and shoulders above everybody else. A hundred percent. And that's one of my companies is a company called sellerphoto.com. And that's all we do is we take photos for sellers on all kinds of online platforms um, because photography is so critical. Like when you're selling a product online, that's as close as the customer is going to get. Mm -hmm. So really, really important. If you start with a good looking, well-designed product and then photograph it beautifully, mm -hmm. you're miles ahead of a lot of sellers who just, you know, hold the item, take it with their iPhone on a piece of white card that they bought from the local stationer. So yeah, those are things are really important. And if you're one of those people that pays attention to detail, if you're a, if you've got an eye for things, and that's why I often say women are really good at Amazon because they tend to just have that attention to detail. Men don't take as, as much care oftentimes as what you ladies do so i often get asked are men better at this or women get better at this? i say women are great um at this as well and, and often better because of that mm -hmm. well and you know it it is something that you have to catch your, you know somebody's attention right away you know and and so I, I want you to talk about that again because you mentioned that you have a company that does this because i'm guessing that you know a lot of people are thinking i can do this but I can't take the pictures. I can't do this. So tell us again that you know about your company that takes pictures. Yeah, it's called sellerphoto.com. We have studios down in Florida and we get products sent to us from all over the world just to take pictures and we hire people there that are kind of crazy about making stuff look incredible in photos. <laughs> so right. They sit there and go, what is the unique selling point of this product? What angle? Where, how could I frame this product in such a light that it's going to be better and more competitive than other products. Mm -hmm. But it's not just photos, um, Deb, you know, that we that, that, that we outsource. I mean, we, we I outsource most things to do with my Amazon business. I've got a book coming out shortly called Primed, Your Guide to Building a Thriving Amazon Business. And that book, I didn't come up with a name. I used a company called squadhelp.com, ah. S-Q-A-D, like, you know, a squad of cars or something, Squad. Mm -hmm. Com. And this is a, a crowdsource service where you can outsource the name of anything. So I outsource the name of my company. I outsource the name of the products that I launch. And mm -hmm. you get hundreds of people who are like amazingly creative who sit at home doing whatever they do, contributing names to a contest. So you say, you know, $300 prize for the person who can come up with the best name for my new line of lights or pens or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you, you get about 800 entries on average. Uh, sellerphoto.com, as I said, we do photos. Uh, we have a, um, uh, you know, we, we have all sorts of stuff that we, we do for people. And what's also great about Amazon is that you can find out how much anybody is selling of anything. So if you want to go into the desktop globe business, the reason I'm saying that is I'm sitting here uh, right now and there's a globe on my desktop. Mm -hmm. If you want to find out how many of those products are being sold on Amazon, just go to Amazon, find a listing that you're interested in, cut and paste. The, the, the URL and you can put it into Zon Guru. It's a piece of software, uh, Z-O-N for Amazon, so zonguru.com mm -hmm. and then you can put in that product and it will start tracking sales for you and you can see before you even decide to go into it how many units a day are being sold and how much money that person's generating in sales. Mm -hmm. These softwares didn't used to be around when I first started but they make things much easier. Right. Um, yeah, so... Well, and I love that people can do the research because, you know, we all think that, you know, what we, what, that we've got the great idea, you know, it will sell, you know, we bought one, you know, our friends bought one, you know, whatever it is. But then to actually be able to go in and research, you know, that's what, what I find fascinating and, and is a cool resource. Oh, you would be amazed. I mean, you, you, the, 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 the ways that people are making money out of things, some of the stuff we find, we're like, you've got to be kidding. This person's mm -hmm. killing it over here, selling something. Mm -hmm. We did it for fun, you know, with the election leading up. There was people selling toilet paper. Um, one had photo, like a print right. of Trump. Mm -hmm. The other one had a print of Hillary Clinton on there. Mm -hmm. And they were doing about, I think, fifteen or $20,000 a month in sales just off toilet paper. Mm -hmm. As it turns out, we could have picked the result of the election by the number of people buying Donald Trump toilet paper as opposed to Hillary Clinton. 
That was more Hillary Clinton paper being bought than Donald Trump. <laughs> I love it. You know, and, and I mean, that, that does go to show that you can have an idea and, you know, and, and sell it. You know, maybe it's T-shirts, maybe it's whatever. And, of course, the trick is that you have to have set up the process, you know, whether it's, you know, who your manufacturer is, all of those things, so that you can turn that idea around quickly. Um, you know, if, if you had sold, you know, the wrong type of toilet paper or a T-shirt that nobody cared about or, or whatever, then, you know, you wasted your time. But if you've come up with that idea and you can turn it around quickly, you know, even if it's just something you do for a couple months, you could make a heck of a lot of money off of it. Uh, yeah, people don't realize how big Amazon is. You know, there was mm -hmm. an article on Fortune magazine just a few months ago about this company in San Diego that sold a pressure cooker, like a pressure cooker. It's not a new item. <gasps> I just uh, bought one yesterday. Yeah, well, these guys have a really cool pressure cooker apparently, and they put it on Amazon, and I think it was Black Friday last mm -hmm. year. They did 14 $2 million in one day of a that pressure is, cooker. <laughs> that is the one that I just bought yesterday and it's so funny because it's called Instapot. Um, and, 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 you know, it, it is, it's a pressure cooker and it cooks quickly and yada, yada, yada. And I mean, and, and, and it really was something that I'd never heard of. Um, but you you know, I did all these people said, Oh my gosh, millions of people bought this on black Friday. You should have bought yours. Then you should have saved this much. Yeah. You know, but the funding was when I was researching it on Amazon because, of course, now there's other manufacturers of it mm -hmm. and clearly people who have done private labeling on it. Yep. Um, you know, Instapot is, is a brand name. Yep. But there were a lot of other ones that I was looking at that you could tell from the pictures were the same uh, product but just different names. Um, you know, and, and so people jumped on that bandwagon. And there's the, there's the thing, you know, if Instapot's doing $14 million in a day, would it be okay if you just made, you know, 1% of that in right. a day, you know? Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's not, uh, not bad. It's not bad. And, mm -hmm. you know, every product on Amazon, when you go to the listing page, just to illustrate how deep and rich a market it is, every product on any Amazon page, if you scroll down, you'll see an area that says um, product information and you'll see there's this this line that says best seller rank and mm -hmm. um, we call it BSR, which is short for best seller rank. And it tells you where in the category that item is, is ranked. And my first product I ever sold was ranked 55,000 in home and kitchen, which means it's the 55,000th most popular product. So it's right. nowhere near the top. Mm -hmm. And that product was generating me uh, almost $250,000 a year, that one product. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, because the, their quantity is so big. Yeah, they just, you know, that, and it's such. This product was such a random product. I mean, it's not a, it's not a product every house has, or it's not a mainstream product. It's a really nichey thing, you know. Mm -hmm. um, one of my students sells. A, I, I can't say what it is, but it's a super, super niched men's accessory. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe. This kid's 22 years old, uh, lives in uh, uh, Canada, and uh, he's you know, doing 65000 a month selling this one little thing, which oh, only a tiny percentage of men would actually buy. Mm -hmm. And um, he's 22 years old doing 65K a month off it, you know. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah, because he hit that market. Um, and, you know, obviously he did research and, and also, I mean, you know, he could have guessed. But we're assuming that he did a lot of research and, and hit the exact oh. right right thing. Yeah, he just plugged it into a tool like Zonguru, put it in and went, oh my goodness, I can't believe the volume here. And mm -hmm. um, once he knew that, and there's niches like that all over Amazon where um, there's people just selling the right thing to the right market. And that, so they don't even, not, many of them are not even doing it well. But when you do it well and you know what you're doing, you can do extremely well. Mm -hmm. So now here's a, a question. You know, Amazon does its featured products. You know, and and things like that. How does does a company get to be one of the featured products? I mean, I'm assuming that there's a little money involved, but but what is that process? Uh, featured products are usually, I think you're referring to advertising, where it says you know featured at yeah. the top. Mm -hmm. um, usually, it's advertising based. Okay, so uh, it is money driven. Yeah, money driven. Um, in my business, about fifteen percent of my sales, or maybe twenty percent on a on a, on another, fifteen to twenty percent of my sales come from advertising, mm -hmm. and the other eighty percent come from just organically showing up in Amazon. Mm -hmm. And for those who are really into the detail of that twenty percent of my revenue, when you advertise on Amazon, they have what's called 
an ACOS figure. It just means the cost of acquiring a customer through advertising. For me, it runs at about 20%. So 20% of the retail price is being spent on advertising to generate the sale and my margin is about 40% under normal circumstances. Mm -hmm. So on that 20% of my revenue, instead of making 40% margin, I make 20% margin because I've spent 20% on advertising. Right. So those are, I mean, imagine an advertising source that says, hey, you know, we will give you customers, not clicks, we'll give you customers for 20% of the retail price. Mm-hmm. It's pretty extraordinary. So, you know, I give Amazon as much money as they'll take on that basis because I still make 20% profit. When I'll, and then it keeps my products, because I'm doing volume through advertising, it keeps my products ranked really well on the organic side as well. So I'm probably talking shop a little bit much for a beginner, but um, the bottom line is, um, it's a beast, you know, Amazon, right. such a phenomenal opportunity. And if you get it working well in America, let's say you get three products selling well in the U S and you go, well, I don't want to do any more product research and development because that's where the time is. It's finding the product and then having it developed in China and shipped. That's all hard work. Mm-hmm. What Amazon says, well, okay, fine. What we want you to do now is just you know, print off some labels and send it over to the UK and we've got, you know, millions of customers in the UK that would love to buy this. So you just simply call your supplier and say, ship three those three items, give me 500 of each and send them to Europe. And I actually just got off the phone before you to Amazon in Seattle. They rang me up and said, Adam, your products are doing really well in Europe, but we noticed that you've got a mistake in your German listing and you really should be doing about five times the amount that you're doing in Germany. And I was like, oh, so what was the mistake? And they showed me and they're like, oh, my goodness. So I just flicked the switch before I spoke to you. So I'm actually now selling in 35 countries and I haven't had to keep getting new products. I only have 14 products, but I do seven figures a year in sales mm-hmm. um, from 14 products. You know, mm-hmm. it's just nuts. And I, <laughs> it's crazy. Well, now, you know, we've, we've said several times, you know, multiple times, Amazon is, of course, this big behemoth. Do you get assigned a person that you can deal with? What happens if you need help? I'm sure if you get really big, you do. <laughs> <laughs> you get uh, your own account. I'm small, right? So, you know, to give you, yeah, I mean, in our seller photo business, we get to meet lots of sellers, right, from all mm-hmm. kinds. And we've got sellers that are doing $10 million a month on Amazon. Wow. <laughs> Those guys, I'm sure, have a direct line. Um mm-hmm. The rest of us have Amazon have this extraordinary service where you go as a seller, you log into Seller Central and there's a help button. You hit help and then you put in your phone number and then you hit call me and then they call you back instantly. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> so, and that's 24 hours a day in the US. So they call you back instantly and say, how can we help you? And then they help you. <laughs> so it's pretty amazing. Well, because they clearly want you to be successful because if you're successful, they're successful. And, oh, I'm going to get one of my toys out, which I bought on Amazon. <laughs> I love that toy. You know, and, and so that's why they're going to be very helpful because if, you know, if, it's, if, if it doesn't work, you're going to go away or you'll do it wrong or, you know, whatever. Exactly. Their interests are aligned with yours. They, um... They make money by you staying on the platform. They make money every time they pack a box for you. They make money in commission every time they sell a product for you. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, it's the ultimate model and brick-and-mortar retailer are really going to have trouble in the future because their warehouses are expensive, high-grade commercial real estate. Amazon has these massive warehouses that allow you and I to go in there and be creative and focus on creating amazing products that people want. But nobody's doing that for brick-and-mortar retailers, not at scale. So um, Amazon's got a really phenomenal offer, and they want you um, to go in there and create cool stuff because they know that that cool stuff, if it's available on Amazon, brings more people to the Amazon jungle. And right. um, that's that's what they're about. Right. You know, and, and when the other big guy on the block, Walmart, you know, uh, when they start doing things like delivering for free, you know, because, you know, Amazon, granted, you have to have been an Amazon Prime member, but, you know, when when the big guy like Walmart looks at it and goes, ooh, we need to do the same thing, clearly there's something that, that is, is very uh, positive there. Oh, for sure. I mean, Walmart are trying to play catch up. To give you just a quick stat to show you the difference between Walmart and Amazon, in the last decade, Walmart's stock price has grown by 2%. From 10 years ago to today, it's only up 2%. Warren Buffett on Valentine's Day just sold all 
barring a few million dollars, he sold over $900 million of his Walmart stock. But by comparison, Amazon's stock is up 1,900%. So Walmart's up 2%, Amazon's up 1,900%, and every other major brick-and-mortar retailer that's publicly traded in the U.S. is down. Right. You know, and, and clearly there are still times where we want brick and mortar. And and obviously it depends on the person and it depends on the item. Um, my husband is in the, the market for a new car. And he wants a new car. He doesn't want a used car. Uh, you know, hasn't had one in 15 years. So, you know, okay, he can get a new car. And somebody said, well, why aren't you just shopping online? Well, he's a kick the tires type of guy. You know, he wants to go in. He wants to touch it. He wants to sit in the seat. You know, maybe it's somebody who's buying, say, clothing. They want to feel it. You know, they want to know what that fabric feels like. So, you know, there's. it's not that we're saying that brick and mortar places are going to go away. But clearly there's a need and a demand for people who <clears throat> just want to go to, say, Carvana and buy a car or Amazon or Walmart and order that shirt online, um, you know, and, and so that's that's where this really is coming in. Yeah, and that's, yeah, I mean, with a thing like a car, I can understand, but for many other things, VR is right around the corner. Right. Oh, yeah, you're going to almost be able to touch and feel it. Yeah, you'll be, you'll, everyone will have a 3D body scanner at home. It'll just be a little device that sits on your desk and you spin around and they'll have a body scan. And mm-hmm. then you put your VR headset on and you'll just push the dress and it'll put it on your body and with you and you'll see you in the photo. So, right. and the same thing for all sorts of things, even light cars, you'll be able to sit in the car and touch the dials and feel it. You'll still oh. want to go into the dealership, but it's certainly going to change the buying process. Right. You know, and, and and clearly there are some things that are very unique that, you know, people want to go and buy. Course, you know, yeah. And some of that is, is maybe high-end items. You know, if I'm going to spend, uh, you know, quite a bit of money on something, I, I really need to see it and right. touch it and, and all of those things. But, yeah, for general consumer items, I mean, online it's it's kind of sad when people think, well, you know, we're, we're not going to do that, um, you know, because that's really where you need to be. A hundred percent. Well, Adam, you've, you know, you've given us a ton of information and if my listeners are anything like me, my little head just went and, you know, it's like, oh, now who am I? You actually have courses where you will show people how to do this. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about reliable education. And I love it. It's just reliable.education and no.com, no.anything. It's just reliable.education. So tell us about why you started that and then what you offer. Yeah, look, I started it because I wanted to um, – when I when I was selling my animation company, I sort of got to a point where most of what I wanted personally, I, I already had. You know, I had my beautiful home on the beach and all those different things. So I started to really think about the back half of my professional life. You know, I'm mm-hmm. 43. I don't want to work forever, but I spent 20 years in a certain line of business and – I thought, what do I really, really enjoy? And I was like, I really enjoy mentoring people who who have been asking me, how the heck did you build that Amazon business? Because people Mm -hmm. are just coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. So when I um, sold my Amazon, uh, sorry, my animation company, I went to Bali to a yoga and meditation retreat for two months. And I sat down and and wrote down what I want to do. And I was like, I want to help people. So Mm -hmm. I right there and then drafted out the content for the course and um, it took me about six months to create the first version and then the next six months I just had friends and family buying the course off me to test that they were liking it and that it worked and they were getting results. And one of the first great results was my older brother. He had a very successful engineering company, a multi-multi-million dollar business. But he had three kids under 10, um, started on Amazon using what I taught him, sold out in the first month. By the end of the first year, was um, doing six-figure months, um, mm-hmm. sold his engineering company, paid off his home and changed his financial situation and um, and since then we've now welcomed over 700 students worldwide in 15 countries um, and the premise of the course is really simple. We teach people how to build a reliable income and, and there's a real importance uh, in those words. We There's many courses out there that say get rich on Amazon or fast way to get rich on Amazon. Right. But it's not like that. I mean, Amazon takes careful research and you, you have to be strategic about the way you're doing it. And most people who are over 30 or certainly over 40, they've been to the circus, they've seen the strings. What they're wanting is a reliable income that they can count on in their retirement or they can set aside for their kids' education or they can use 
to do do stuff they want. They're not interested in the get rich quick. So we were really committed from day one to providing an education that was grounded in good business sense um, and um, and told people the truth about the journey ahead. And as a result, we've got an extraordinary community of people that are just doing really, really well and, and loving it. And on our website, we give away a free course, which is it's four videos, but basically I take you to my home in Australia. I, I show you products inside my own house that I would or wouldn't sell on Amazon. I explain why. I also explain the mathematics of Amazon in detail. I talk about where to source products. And the reason that we do the four videos for free is so people can just get a sense of who I am and how I work okay. and how I think. And then if they like, they can then go on and get the full paid program, which includes access to our private Facebook community. We do summits twice a year. Um, we, we, you know, we, we do a whole bunch of stuff if they want to become an actual student of the course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and as you mentioned, you know, it. this is not an easy, it's not a get rich quick thing. I mean, you really do have to have lots and lots of little ducks in a row to make this successful. Yeah. And, you know, and, and so, yeah, folks, don't go buy the get rich quick, you know, this, you know, easy peasy things. Really stop and think about it because, you know, you, you have to have a, you know, the, the, the manufacturer, you, you know, all of these various things. And for many people, for I'm you know assuming, <coughs> excuse me, the vast majority of people, we we don't even know where to start. So yeah. that's where a program like Adams really is so um, beneficial because he's going to walk you through how to do all of that. Yeah, exactly. Right from the very very beginning, the very basic stuff. You know, my oldest students are in their seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad's one of those. He's like seventy five and still keen to do something. But we've got quite a few students in their 60s and 70s. So we start at the very basics and we get into the very nuanced as well. And it's all laid out with instructional videos. We have an incredible support team. Uh, We've got, uh, you know, support employees in five countries around the world now. So we've got people in most time zones to help. Um, And we really are about sort of giving people the tools they need. And we do good in the process. We do a micro loan to entrepreneurs in third world countries for every course that we sell, we do a micro loan. We've done over 700 loans now, interest-free loans. And we're just about to go to Java, Indonesia, where we've sponsored an entire village to have free eye surgery. So 2,000 villages will be coming down in June. We've paid for the surgery, wow. the trucks and everything. And um, we're going to be healing about 200 people who are completely blind with cataract surgery. So we're a company that's really seeking to do good and uh, help people as well. Mm-hmm. Very transparent about that. Uh, the course is $2,000 if people are wondering um, or they can do it over a few payments and we have mm-hmm. unconditional money back guarantees, all that stuff. Basically, if people are not happy, we're, we're not happy and our refund rate's less than 1%, which has to be probably the lowest in the entire online course industry. <laughs> right. Well, and, and clearly, you know, you've, you've thought through the process and right. so you can, you know, you can answer all the questions or find the answer, you know, and, and um, because it is, it, that's a substantial investment, you know, by the time somebody is thinking, okay, so it's 2000 for the course and then, you know, several thousand for maybe your first inventory and some things like that. I mean, this isn't something that you just decide, you know, hey, I'm going to do this over the weekend, right. but, you know, the, the potential, you know, is, is just incredible. Exactly. That's, you know, and that's where we sort of um, differ with a lot of courses that they'll take anybody who's got enough money for the course. Mm-hmm. What we do that's different is we do a 30 minute onboarding call after people buy and we ask the question, do you have resources outside of what you just paid us or did you put this mm-hmm. on a credit card and you don't have anything else? And if you did, we're going to give you your money back and you should come back in six months or 12 months when you've saved up a little because that's responsible information marketing, you know, and not a lot of right. companies do that. They're just interested in selling the course and that's it. That's the last you see them. Right. So, and, and they don't care. You know, you're done. Bye. Their objective is sell as many courses as possible. Our objective is to give our students the best possible chance of success and that starts with setting the correct expectations about what's ahead. And look, if you think about it, a couple of grand for a course and maybe five grand in startup capital, to start a business, that's cheap. Um, you know, if, you know, things that are, any, be wary of anybody that says, give me two grand for the course and then you can start with $100. I mean, you can't get photos taken for $100. No, Let alone no. do anything else. You know, to do it mm-hmm. properly, you have to have a little bit of capital and you have to be patient. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we bring people in on that basis, and that's why our students are so having such a great time because they weren't set up to fail. Right. Yeah, I I'm, I am curious, and you don't have to tell me the specific. But what area does your father sell products in? My dad doesn't. He's just in the research stage right now. Oh, okay. uh, my, my brother sells in the homewares category as well. 
Um, and my brother and I are going to China uh, in next month with a bunch of our students, and our mission is to find something for Dad while we're there. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to the fun fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. You know, I, I was just curious. And, and now, you know, again, I know you, you didn't want to mention specific things, but if somebody really wants to make sure that they buy from you through Amazon, is there a way for people to do that? Um, no, not really. You mean okay. my actual products? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not really. Okay. Um, people, the, mo- the second most Googled thing around my name is, what does Adam Hudson sell on Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> So, so I'm assuming you know, say somebody else sets it up, and they really want to make sure that everyone buys theirs. I'm assuming there are ways for them to tell people, sure. hey, you know, here's how you find my product. Yeah, you could just send them a link or whatever. You know, that's that's no problem. Uh, I'm just a little different because I teach people to sell, so I don't share it publicly. Right. I could probably make well, and, the sales. Value. And clearly, you don't need to be driving people because you're doing, you know, you're yeah. doing great as it is. Exactly. I, I, yeah, it's fine for me to. Yeah, I just want to protect that business because it's a great business, you know, and um, I use it. I share details of my business with my students inside our Facebook community. I don't say what it is, mm-hmm. but I, right. I share screenshots of my sales. And last month I launched five new products which generated 32000 in new revenue for me that I'd mm-hmm. never earned before in their first month on Amazon. So oh. I took a screenshot of it, showed my students, said, guys, these are five new products. They're four weeks old. Here's the sales. And everyone's like, wow, that's amazing. And then our mm-hmm. students are doing the same thing. So it's keeping everybody uh, inspired and enthusiastic. I share my mistakes really openly um, that I make as well. Um, you know, even now I make mistakes. Of the five I launched, one of them was was a failure. I did $1,000 for the month and my best one did 16000 for the month. So I talk about, you know, same person, same time. Still made a mistake. One crashed, and all right. I do is just sell that out for a little bit more than I paid for it out of China, and I'll start another product. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and it could be that it wasn't the right time. I mean, there's there's all sorts of reasons sure. why it failed that can definitely be something people learn from. Totally, and it's not really failed yet, to be honest. I mean, even it's a thousand dollars a month in sales, about four hundred dollars a month profit, and mm-hmm. I, I consider that a failure. But four hundred dollars a month for most people is a car payment. Right. Well, and especially if they're just doing this as a second or a third income. Right. I mean, that that product cost me $5,000 to launch with all the inventory Mm -hmm. and the photography and everything. And it's a failure in my mind, but it's going to give me, if you work it out, $400 a month times 12 is is $5,000 a year. So it's 100% return on my capital a year. Where else can Mm -hmm. you put your money and get 100% return annually? And that's the well, and, worst one. And it could be that you know somebody is is thinking, okay, I want to go to Disneyland this year, and it's going to cost me you know X number of dollars, and and so that's their goal, you know, right. and and you know, so only make only making four hundred a month will pay for that. It will, and uh, you know that's a disaster in my mind, and it's still an amazing outcome. So right. it's pretty hard to really screw it up on Amazon, especially if you have education. If you sometimes people say, oh, education's expensive, and I'm like, well, you should try. The cost of ignorance—it's really, really expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and and but the the cool thing is that you can learn how to do it so that hopefully you're not having a disaster. Exactly, the disasters are rare if you've got the right teacher and the right mm-hmm. process. Right. Well, Adam, we have just about a minute left, so please tell folks how they find you and get your information online. Easiest way is just to go to reliable.education. So just www.reliable. Dot education, as you so kindly pointed out, there's no .com, it's not .edu, it's just reliable.education. They can learn about me there. There's buttons all over the website to get our free course and get to know me better. And um, if they just want to buy the course, they can do that. Just go to forward slash start, so reliable.education forward slash start if they just want to get going and they can get a refund if they don't like it. Either way, is no problem with me. We'd love to have them if they're um, great people. So that's how we do I love it. You know, and, and so, of course, now I'm sitting here thinking, ooh, what could I be selling on Amazon? So, you know, I'm, I'm going to give this some thought because it, it really is something that can be part-time, can be full-time, can be whatever somebody wants to make it without, you know, you know clearly you have to plan, you have to think it through, but it, it is something that anybody can do. They can. And, and another thing, tip is go sign up for a Zonguru account. Just get it's free for a month, I think, or a couple of weeks. Um, and just start putting some products in Zonguru and start seeing how much money people are making selling them. You'll be amazed. Right. <laughs> right. I love it. 
Yep. Well, this has been so much fun. I've been talking with Adam Hudson, who is an Amazon guru. He knows what to do. So please check out reliable.education online and get more information from him. Thank you, Deb. Perfect. And to everyone out there, have an absolutely fabulous day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.